Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Well, hello, everyone. Hey. Well, there's episode of Hypecast. I Hypecast. fucked it up again. We're on strike. It's Strikecast. Strikecast. <laughs> I fucked it up, too. I totally forgot. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm so tired, you guys. Uh, I, I've been having trouble sleeping, and then yep. also Baldur's Gate Also Baldur's Gate. That's why you're yeah. having trouble sleeping. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'd never played one of those before. I'm like, I Hanna's might have to, like, intervene like the, I'm, uh, it's, the, it's the older tough, the older installments literally had loading screen messages that would say, "Be sure you remember to eat." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, I am your strike co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm the other one, David Bell. And I'm uh, not. I'm not a strike co-host, but I'm. I'm in the strike, uh, in spirit. <laughs> strike <laughs> say guest. That. Uh, Justin Brown. And hey, yeah. welcome. Thank How you. How are you? Um, I'm good. I, this is the, the third time I've done this show, so this is the the end of the trilogy. So nice. one of us is probably dying at the end. It's me. Yeah. No. Dibs. <laughs> Dibs. We talked. Kind of had my fingers crossed. It was me. But. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> Try to Han Solo my way out of this. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drag your ass back in two movies. It's a ghost. Ooh, okay, good. Oh, welcome. How you doing? I'm good. This is the first day in like a week that I've been home with nothing pressing on me. So uh, that's good. Good. Did, did some sleeping and um, sleeping's good. Now I'm here. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Be- before we talk about movies, what you got anything you want to plug just at yeah, the yeah. top you of this? Get your little pluggies out of the way at the top. Plug sure. it in. Where can people find um, you? What are you doing? So I make art, um, all sorts of it, and you can find it on my website, which is uh, artnessbyjustinbrown.com, and that's A-R-T-N-E-S-S by Justin Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, if you'd like Anything to Anything we'd know? Any art we'd know about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's mostly like fan art, um, inspired type of fan art sort of thing, but um, I do all sorts, really. Like if someone wants to commission hey. it, you can, you can do that. A few, a few things for for this network. I think is what. Dave oh, that's great. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the logos uh, for several of the uh, gamefully unemployed network. You sure shows. did. Yeah, and including this show, right? Yeah, yeah. Hypecast. Am, I, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Justin. Yeah. Well, I just well. missed that one. Sorry, you set it up, and I 
It's looking in the bleachers. We're, we're, we're doing great. We're doing so well today. Listen, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm super loopy. Uh, so it's it's going to be, listen, it's going to be great. We're going to have a great I'm time. I'm the perfect guest for this show. Then. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it all, it's, it's all working all out. It's all the loopy. Man, we are... Um, we, I know we have producers to thank, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to say before we reveal what tra- kind of trailers we're doing, I, I, I'll, I'll give a hint. I didn't recognize most of these. This is a madhouse, man. I was, man. I thought I was <laughs> yeah. losing my mind. I was <laughs> like, surely I know this era. Surely what yes. the fuck? Walking yeah. to the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. <laughs> I'm kind of excited because for that reason, hold on, let me look. I don't think I've seen any of the movies on today's list. Oh, um, I've, and seen, so I've, seen like, I'm gonna be, I've seen some of them. I yeah, haven't seen any talking about, Yeah, I'm going to be talking about these <laughs> like they might as well come out today. Well, like, hint, they did yeah, not. It's the, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. There's, there's, a, there's an overall point that I think we have to make um, as soon as we kind of reveal what it is we're doing. But let's, 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 let's thank some producers first. All right. Let's thank some producers. Big thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burr, sir. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Howe. Deck the halls with blood. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Hey, thanks. Thank you to Bootler. Bootleson. Thank you so much. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Thank you. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito wants you to drink water, hit the gym, and do the ska, because they loves y'all. Pick it up. They get a Chester's Prophet. Thank you. They get a Christopher Robert Sparks Esquire. Thank you. They get a Dan Hackroyd. Thanks. They get a Davy the Ghost of East Las Vegas Francis. Oh yeah. And they get a David Knife Boot. Knife Henson. Boot. Okay. Should we just go into these and see if people can figure it Man, out? No, I think we better tell <laughs> no, them. Look, I this is September <laughs> of 1983. Yes. That month, top movies. Now here's the thing. It took, because I swear to God, I thought I was getting Mandela affected. I was like, did I go to another dimension? Right. Did I go back <laughs> like, too far? Yeah, I was like, I don't recognize any of these movies, but I know the people in them. Um, th- there used to be a time, for all you youngins, that in the summer was the only time big movies came out. Right? <laughs> That's yes. got to be what's happening here. Yeah. So, for that reason, these are all September these are all like you know like movies that like came out right after the summer rush mm-hmm. probably movies that studios were like meh also, you know like we're not <laughs> yeah that's that's true also the 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 thing that i was hinting at the kind of overall point that i think we need to make is um i think we've said this before but like we we, we make too many movies like there's <laughs> yes there's like hundreds of theatrical releases so many a year if not if not thousands um, right. Probably not that many, but definitely hundreds of domestic um, American theatrical releases every year. So there's like most movies you have never heard of. So like, <laughs> yeah, most, most movies I would back. argue, most, like you ever watch an old movie like this and you're like, this is pretty mid because it's it's the they don't make them like they used to thing where it's like, no, we just remember the really. We good only remember ones. the, the right. these are the only the ones that stood the test of time, right? Yeah, these are all probably perfectly fine movies, but my fucking god, yeah. um, I'm like I don't recognize any of you fuckers. Uh, this is this is something else, man. I'm excited. Uh, I want to watch yeah. all of these. I want to watch all of these in except a row. for one. 
Um, they, I also want to note this is right before Halloween, so I think there's like more horror than you usually would get, right? I would guess. I guess I there's know. only two. Yeah, there's only like two horror, I guess. Yeah, um, it, you you maybe, but like they've always kind of put out horror movies any damn time of the year. Like they'll still sometimes try to peg it to Halloween, but that's true. In fact, I don't think this. Uh, I guess these would play during Halloween. They'd still be in theaters. Um, let's start with the final option, which I think I don't. This is fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> this movie is I, out of its mind. I feel like they're trying to get a little clockwork orangey with the like the vibes where it's like it's about it's about how hippies uh, are bad. Right. It's about <laughs> yeah. it's about hippies. It's a British film, which I think is where you're getting the clockwork yeah. orange thing yeah. from and there was like masks and like weird discotheque shit yeah. in the trailer and it yeah. was like yeah <laughs> and judy davis is the head of the terrorists <laughs> yeah Which Loved her hair, it, <laughs> it's, it might as well Which be called straw really, man really the movie. really really bowling me over every time <laughs> it's a lot man this is a lot yeah, it, it's 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 about hippies uh taking over i don't know a con some government building and being like we're gonna we're gonna shoot all these all of parliament unless you launch a nuclear missile at some other nuclear missile silo because that's how we get <laughs> peace yeah for peace and of course they're killing people and they're like oh you want to drop a noose for peace so ironic how these made up people right. are so not peaceful <laughs> because that's what i mean it feels like this is like a fucking uh, a goddamn Daily Wire produced yeah. really video, like, movie. It freezes. Yes. It like stops halfway through the trailer and becomes just a, ge a general trailer for the SAS, like the organization. <laughs> yeah. That was the best like, part, they get honestly. An, <laughs> they get an entrance and it flashes like SAS across the yeah, screen. Yeah, intermittently and... just animates on the screen. <laughs> With the like, real, yeah, real funky music, too, at that part. Yeah. It is. It's like, also that theme. era... Where it's like they show the entire movie, like it's yeah. a three minute montage of the movie. That's pretty much the trailer. Um and it's just like again, like these like, yeah, real straw man protesters, and then the government all like literally the good guys are just old white dudes who yeah. are like, Don't you see what you're doing is bad? And it's like Jesus fucking it really Christ. Is. It's like, a like parade you know who's the of enemy all of these young... dusty old mummies being like yeah. these young people are gonna be the death of the planet. Yeah, it's really like transparent and, yeah. and gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I assume all the young protesters get mowed down. Oh. All the young peaceniks yeah. get fucking mowed down. <laughs> I, I assume by the end of this movie, uh, before maybe seeing the error of their ways. These um, poetry writing bastards. It's so fucking Here's, gross. I, I copied this down. This is from the poster. This is the tagline that was on the poster right. to this film, the final option. In the next 60 seconds, an embassy in the hands of terrorists will be recaptured by a fighting force trained to attack without warning, kill without <laughs> hesitation, and disappear without a trace. They are the final option, and their time is now. It's like, that's so how amazing. they sold this movie. The final like, act. Is, that's yeah. all it selling <laughs> yeah they're selling this movie as like they're just you're gonna watch these hippies get massacred like that's what they're pushing <laughs> and they're talking about the hippies like they're terrifying like time to bring in the best we got for this loose group of teenage or right. young adult people yeah it's like man like 
It's just such it's propaganda. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty. It really is. It's a. It's it's yeah. It it's a, be, a Daily Wire Ben Shapiro production. It yeah. really is. It's just, gonna... It really it's just a room full of the crustiest old white dudes, <laughs> and then like twenty year old Judy Davis is like the biggest threat to the continued existence just of life on the hold, planet. Holding a machine gun. Is, uh... Right. Yeah, that's what. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah man, she wants I'm, I'm looking it up. Did it? I'm. I'm. So no one's seen this oh, one. God. I, I take it. I have never. I have never. This is one of the ones that I've never even heard of. Yeah, me neither. Like this was a real dark horse. <laughs> I did look. I was curious because I was like, I didn't know if this was one a movie considered, you know, good or whatever. But um, it's not based on everything I saw. But, <laughs> but um, I wanted to see who directed it and stuff. So and my plan was to do this for all of these, but I gave up after this one. But this one's pretty interesting. He. Um, he was an Englishman, obviously. Uh, he was only 36 when he directed this, which is kind of funny because if it is like a right-wing thing, it's like a he's pretty young. Right. For, it feels like he this. needs to be twice as old to be this man. <laughs> um, and he was mostly a TV director. Uh, but the thing that jumped out was that he has two non-directorial uh, credits where he was a second unit director or an assistant director on GoldenEye and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, only oh, those yeah. two. That's the only two movies he ever did uh, second unit on. That means he shot uh, the stunts for those, I assume, right? So, which is like weird that he made this weird movie, but he also shot stunts that we probably remember, you know, still. Actually, that would kind of make sense because it looks like this is sort of more action leaning. But yes. Yeah. Is... <laughs> so <laughs> this was his um, resume for that, though, to get like yeah. Roger Rabbit and Golden. And I was a, like, have you later... seen the final option? <laughs> In the later interview, the the director kind of admitted that this was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, apparently, this movie was protested at its uh, premiere no kidding. by people saying that it painted the campaign for nuclear disarmament as terrorists. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking weird. It's um, also the real who, SAS in it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know nice. who really liked yeah. this film? The SAS? <laughs> Besides that? Uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it seems like a movie. <laughs> it he'd was like. requested for viewing at the, <laughs> the White House, according to Wikipedia, and he watched it with his advisors, and they reportedly really enjoyed the film. Oh, this is uh, uh, quite a fine picture. In fairness, <laughs> apparently St- Stanley Kubrick also enjoyed the film, probably more as like a filmmaker perspective. That said, I, Kubrick probably doesn't have the. Be- I mean. <laughs> He's probably like a little more like emotionally detached from what it was about, but like he's not like the most morally sound man either. No, but so. he did make Doctor Strange love, so you'd think his you'd think yeah yeah, yeah that's true. stance on a, yeah maybe it's a well made movie, but maybe he just you know. hates hippies. Yeah, <laughs> he could have. He really could have. Seems like a thing oh. Kubrick would do. I am gonna have to watch this movie because like yeah, kinda. I don't know, maybe we're misjudging it, but everything there doing here is like jesus fucking christ no, the, like, the, this is the, the sas obscene. got like a vegas introduction within the trailer and they're played by the real life sas <laughs> like i don't yeah. think we're misjudging this film yeah well it's all to, this is all to say like if we are then it's on them like they they yeah. i don't know what they were fucking thinking <laughs> yeah they're like I wait this notice... is about how it's bad <laughs> uh that paul freeman is in this too um Oh, I missed him. Was, 
If I, he's, I don't know if he's in the trailer at all, but he's definitely in the credits, and he has a character name, so I assume he's some speaking role. But um, Belloc. <laughs> this since it's after Raiders, I wonder if he, this was one of the first sets he went on. When everybody was like, "Oh shit, that's Belloc!" Like <laughs> he's like world famous now. <laughs> yeah, good thing we got him in the final option. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want, I'm dying to talk about who I'm dying to talk about this next one. Uh, this is called mortuary. Cryptkeeper introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Boys what, where did this movie, where did this fucking movie come from? I know from? this it movie. It has Bill Paxton in it. Ooh. I know this movie. Yeah. And it's got the guy in it, right? At least in the trailer. That's the guy. Which guy? He's like the, he, he's in the X-Files, I believe. He's the tall ghoulie looking guy. Is that that guy? I forget. I forget who's he, in this movie. He looked like, um, God damn, I don't know his name. And the X-Files, remember the one where Scully is protecting the little kid from like the demon that like melts shit and he kidnaps the kid, jumps out an attic window. He's a real tall, spindly motherfucker. Oh. Um, like he usually plays like ghoul types. I don't um, know, man. I could have sworn that was him in the trailer, but I'm not seeing him in the... Um, in yeah, the, I don't uh, know. I don't know credits. what you're talking about. Oh, you d- people are screaming his <laughs> so... name at me right now. I know even less, so I'm sorry. <laughs> He's in like one zombie movie, um, and I'm just gonna while we talk about this, try to figure out who Congrats, the fuck I'm man. talking I don't know who about. You're talking about. No, the, I, I mean it has Mary McDonough in it from Dances with Wolves. <laughs> nice. God damn. So does and, uh, is the Daddy trailer Darko. indicative of how the movie looks, or is that just the the trailer like is it shot like a i don't regular? i i don't know um huh? i've never seen it i'm just i, I i'm okay. aware of this movie it's a movie that i've seen a lot in like the video store and shit okay. um so i don't know yeah um, I it know. seems I, kind I didn't of want to investigate further i just was curious oh <laughs> uh, yeah it seems probably yeah like it's it's probably sort of campy yeah okay yeah i mean it uh <sighs> It's one where I'm like, this must be terrible if I haven't heard of it. But like, I don't yeah. know. It looks awesome. It looks awesome. Like, yeah. Let's <laughs> got see. Bill Paxton um, running around in there. Yeah. It's just so about. So it looks like uh, it's about an evil mortuary. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm just reading. like ghoulish shenanigans at a mortuary. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Like Bill Paxton looks like he works at the mortuary and is like an evil mortuary guy. <laughs> um. But it doesn't look like, like I'm not sure how supernatural this is. I don't know. It might. All not I know be. is rated R. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it and find out. <laughs> I'm so fucking yeah. excited. We're gonna watch this so movie. So it's <laughs> about. Let's see. Yeah, her father d- drowned in a f- swimming pool, but she believes he was murdered. Um, there's a sinister hooded figure following and and harassing her. Links it to the mortuary. Uh, pfft, yeah, that's it. That's all I know. Sweet. Sold. This trailer was awesome. <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking great. Yeah. It, it reminds me of like Waxwork. Yeah. I, yeah, that see that's I haven't seen that movie but I know that. Oh, cover. dude, we got to watch Waxwork. What what's kind of wild about this movie is like the poster I'm like surely I why like I like that's the thing that's driving me nuts. I, I it's not uncommon for me not to have seen a movie, but I don't even recognize these movies. Right, yeah, because I like know the, like the we poster, were hanging I'm out like, in the same area would... at the video store. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, 
why didn't I see this? I don't know, man. That maybe this one just missed your your local video My store. My little peepers or something. Yeah, your um, little peepers just flitted right over it. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, I guess more shit that I didn't know about Eddie and the Cruisers. You've never heard of Eddie and the Cruisers? I've heard of Eddie and the Cruisers, but I didn't really know what oh, it okay. is. Exactly. Um, I was the it, same way. I was like, does this movie have a legacy, or I just randomly remember it for some reason? Is it just like a reference I, that people make? I I might have seen it at some point, but I don't rem like. I don't know what time of movie this was. I, 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 they're not like a real band, right? That's a real stupid question. No, no, question, no. It's, ba- but... it's based on a book. This has got, apparently got Joey Pants and Tom Berenger in it. So that's cool. Yeah, and Michael um, Paré, Dave, from Streets of Fire. Oh, you're right. <laughs> He's that the is... titular Eddie. Son of a bitch. Um, the only thing that just bummed me out was the realization that this is the exact same movie as Lords of Chaos, essentially, which is like kind a of a movie that takes place twenty years ago about like a doomed band. I just mean in terms of oh, in like terms of the time how table. old we are. Yeah, yes, I was like, yeah. look at this old and set sixties, uh, and I realized like, ah, fuck, the sixties is the nineties is our new sixties. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit you with that even harder when we get further down the list because there's no. The, the number one movie on this list is uh, oh, yeah. it's rife with that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, did, I definitely didn't realize that this movie was about, like, the singer possibly having faked his death or maybe being <laughs> a ghost. Yeah, that's, yeah. I got lost. In the, I lost the plot in the trailer. So I was like, yeah. I don't know what this is. It's about apparently a newsman uh, learning about a rock band. And that, yeah, it's the, the idea is that the leader might still be alive. So right. it's, and it's searching like a, for it's like a faux documentary. Yes. About okay. um, yeah, that actually sounds like I'm in, really this, good. This looks interesting. Like I want to watch yeah. this movie and I've always heard about it in the cruiser. It's hard. <laughs> I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of like music movies, uh, but this yeah. does look interesting i think it's because music movies tend to like kind of jerk off a little bit about the music does that make sense yes um, where they're like oh, also <laughs> let's just listen to the music and i'm like i don't care about the music <laughs> sure dave but that makes sense <laughs> you know right? in like a martial arts movie they just stop every little bit and jerk off about the martial arts <laughs> exactly no i mean yeah i, I mean yes I, you I, are I, technically I, correct yeah yeah yeah. It's just like, if I don't like the music and I don't like music, <laughs> then it's just, you know. It's a hard task. Sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like the music. Like, that's why Cats <laughs> is such a hard sell for me. Oh, man, Cats. It's, it's, it's all that craziness, plus I don't really like the music. Oh, yeah. They're like, we're going to be batshit. Also, here's the worst songs you've ever heard and one of the best songs you've right. ever heard. Here's one really great song and just a bunch of ass. Yeah, just a nightmare. Nightmare fucking music. Anyway. God damn. <laughs> So Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Pere may be dead, but maybe Might be a not. ghost, yeah. Yeah. This looks good. Uh, it's so funny talking about all the ones like this, because I'm guaranteed there are people listening who've seen these movies who are losing their fucking minds. So that's like <laughs> guessing what they're about. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that I, I fucking I haven't seen it. Yeah. Can't believe they don't um, know what mortuary looks like cinematography wise. You know. Yeah. 
we don't know what vibe the the poster was going for. Right. Now this next movie really fucked with me. Beyond the Limit or the Honorary Console, depending on where it came out. Mm-hmm. This is another one I was like, what? How did I miss this? It's Richard Gere, Michael Caine, and Bob Hoskins in like a political slash love thriller mm-hmm, where at yeah. least in the trailer, it's just Richard Gere leering at the same woman from various distances. Did you guys notice that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like it was like watching the, the beach scene from Jaws. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's it like I'm I I I hope he's in like a relationship with this woman. It seems yeah. like um, it's a love triangle between this woman, him, and Michael Caine, and then Jesus. political intrigues. It, it's taking place in, um, I think Argentina. Um, okay, so I had a question. Um, yeah, obviously you picked these trailers because it's September, you know, twenty three. So it's around uh, whatever it is, fifty years. Or forty years, I'm sorry. Um, forty years. Ouch. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was like, I part of me thinks maybe Tom picked him because Michael Caine's like an inside thing we both love to talk about. And in, in this one, he's cosplaying 1982 Jimmy Buffett, and I was like, Tom yeah. picked this for me. <laughs> that, that mustache. He's incredible. So <laughs> actually, no, I didn't. I didn't. This was a day okay. idea to do September of '83. <laughs> well, yeah. It, well, that's the current month. Yeah, that's what we I, are I figured. I figured yeah. it was very simple, but I thought maybe Tom got in there and was like, "Hey, include this one." It's exactly laugh forty for years minutes, ago, which I did. <laughs> yeah. Just that mustache. <laughs> oh man, this is mustache era Kane. It's like yeah. I, um... it's like better than his mustache. Well, it's different. It's not the same mustache from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. No, it's, like a, it's see, like a slumming uh, mustache. Did you yeah. see what? Yeah. No, I. So I, I was looking it up, and it is in fact. So she's married to Michael Caine, the woman, okay. and then she stoops. She stoops Richard Gere, and mm. then he has to like uh, choose between them when like a political uprest happens with rebels. Mm. Um, I was gonna ask, did I see boobs in this trailer? Maybe. Uh, yeah, because but... I'm looking, I'm rewatching the trailer on IMDb, and there are absolutely boobs in that trailer. I think it's a British and film. So I was about to say the British. When I went to London, there were just boobs in billboards, yeah. and it was like this is wow better paradise. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was, it was just no big deal, and that's cool, you know. Like they were like fucking whatever, man. Um, real chill. Yeah, they've got other issues. Yeah. Yeah. This looks like a good movie. This doesn't look like a like a watch with your friends movie no this looks like a movie like like casablanca almost but like yeah but like apparently i feel feel like there's a more apt comparison but like yeah it's one of those movies where you're gonna sit there and just be like really engrossed in a trauma like a grown it also it's got real mid reviews at least on imdb so (laughs) like well that makes sense what we were talking about like why haven't i heard of this probably because it wasn't very good um, but not necessarily Rich, bad. Richard either. Gere makes a lot of real mid political thrillers. I've noticed. Yeah. yeah, and like the ones we grew up with, we love. But it's like I'm sure this is like fine. Uh, yeah, can't trust the Rotten Tomatoes score because you know. Yeah, they just broke that wide open. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about that in stories, maybe. But like, we should. I didn't include it, but I. I I didn't include it only because it was. It's mostly Vulture saying a bunch of stuff that I I know I already knew, but right, it's it's, talk yeah, about it's, it. it's already been a thing, and I was just gonna yeah anyway. Yeah, um, 
Any other things to say about Beyond the Rivet? This would be the first the on- of of the ones we watched so far. This would be the first one I picked to watch, honestly. Just for oh, that mustache. Wow. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> that is a mustache ride. How could she look? Richard Gere is great, but come on. He looks come so smooth in this. Yeah, with Michael a mustache. Man. With yeah. a mustache. Wearing he like linen incredible. suits. Yeah. And then Bob Hoskins is there. And then Bob Hoskins yeah. briefly. Bob Hoskins showing up at the end of the trailer like a jump scare. Yeah. yeah. I love I love that they announced the two lead actors' names twice. Like they reminded you twice who was in the oh, movie yeah. and voiceover. I love when the old trailers did that. It's like, did you forget from eighty seconds ago? God, it's amazing. Richard Gere's old in this. trailers. This By is the way, one of Richard the Richard Gere. There are good <laughs> Old trailers can be good, but I think this era sucks for trailers. Yeah. I think these I are agree. genuinely, yeah, just dog shit. Um, early, late 70s, early 80s were kind of bad for posters, too, where, like, movie posters, mm-hmm. like, the, the one, at, a lot of them are guilty of this, but my go-to example is always The Breakfast Club, where there's, like, a, two paragraphs of text on the poster. <laughs> right. It's like, Jesus, I, I'm not, it's like a book jacket. Like, <laughs> it's like I school a made a poster. Yeah. <laughs> is this what um i don't know the answer to this what is the ideal time for trailers because they there's always shitty trailers um i think and, late uh, 80s early 90s yeah I, I, that's what i was leaning but i'm not certain because even those trailers were i mean trailers are just kind of it's either you know. that or it's 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 way way back with like the Alfred Hitchcock Psycho trailer where it's just Alfred Hitchcock right. fucking talking shit to you for like two and a half <laughs> minutes. It's like, hey, I here's like- a noose because I think nooses are spooky. Like, I love I love that era. I wish yeah. everything was advertised that way. Yeah, which is the owner of the company just asking you to buy the thing yeah or they just get vincent price out there to talk about bats or something yeah. my newest film has a lot of bats in it like this <laughs> um all right we got we we absolutely have to talk about this next one because this movie looks fucking out of control oh hell yeah, yeah this is called nightmares from the director speaking michael kane of jaws the revenge mm-hmm. joseph sergeant yeah he also made I, hamburger hill which is a good film yeah and Jaws the Revenge, which is a good film too. It's a film. It's a good film. So we can all agree this, it's a film. Yeah, <laughs> this looks fucking out of control. Like, is it? It's it's digital. Yeah, is like this, lasers. It's an anth- so apparently it's an anthology, which explains why it looks like a million things in okay. the trailer. Yeah, and one um, of the stories is about Emilio Estevez getting sucked into a video game. Yeah, mm. which this is before Tron. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Same year. Same year. Oh, you're wait, right. no, wait. Tron is. This no, is 82. Tron's 84. Is it? I thought Tron was 82. I could have sworn. I, uh, I think we're messing this up, Dave. I think we're making the asses writer, of ourselves. The writer of three of these you wrote. Pooched it, Dave. 82. 82, you son of a bitch. Tron is 82. Wow. Yeah. So it ripped off Tron. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Um, the writer of this did. Um, or at least the writer of three of the segments wrote Last of the Mohicans and Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Mm. So, well, there's a big dif- there's uh, there's a huge difference between those two films. I'd like to point out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that his co-author on Last of the Mohicans was James Fenimore Cooper? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but also mainly him. But primarily that guy. Yeah, he did the legwork. Let's the be writer honest. of nightmares. <laughs> 
<laughs> he brought his fear expertise into that. <laughs> uh, he also wrote something called The Last Chase, which I'm just looking at. It, it looks out of control from 1981. Um uh, I mean, if it's anything like this, this trailer is, 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 is bug fuck. I, like, I love 80s horror trailers like this. It looks like there was a tremor in it. Like, there was, like, exploding shit out of the ground. Yeah, and, like, there's, yeah, it's, there's, they, they do the, the high beams story is in this movie. Um, yeah. It's, it seems pretty chill, Dave. We should probably watch this. <laughs> Taryn Topanga, the Bishop of Battle. It's Lance Henriksen. Uh, let's see. Lance the Henriksen Benediction and Night of the Rat. Those are the four segments. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, we, I mean, we have to watch it. It's got Emilio Estevez. It's got Lee Ving in it. Son of a bitch. What yep. is Lee Ving doing in movies? Yep. Get out of there. You, got, you get one got movie Richard and it's clear. Clark from The Thing. Yeah. Watch Clark. This is fascinating. Oh my God! Veronica Cartwright's in yeah, it. Yeah, she's in the trailer. She's the mom yeah. in that segment. This is Flea's in it. Of course he's in it. <laughs> How could he not be? Flea was there was a rule. It was a law in the eighties. I didn't know Flea uh, was you in had movies to have, this early. Yeah, you yeah, had to either. have Flea in it because he didn't make the original Back to the Future. He doesn't show up until part two. Doesn't matter. It's a law. You have to have Flea in movies. <laughs> he's in Suburbia. Remember? So I thought Suburbia was even later. Oh, you might be right. No, he's younger in Suburbia because he was known as he was first uh, drummer for the band Fear, which, oh, that makes sense. Lee Ving's in it. Oh. So he was like, he was like, can I, can my friend Flea be in it? May, I don't know. This was a weird era. Um, yeah, but they, just I believe, had, they just put Lee Ving in movies. Yeah, in very few movies. Suburbia was 83 as well. Um, so, yeah, this is. I'm. I. It seems like there might be like a segment with like punks, and they were just like, let's get actual punk bands. And this was like where Fear was as famous as Fear was ever gonna get. It, we did. It, he was in few movies, but we did mention one of them, Dave. We mentioned. What? We mentioned Streets of Fire earlier. <laughs> Lee Ving's in that. Yeah, he plays uh, Willem Dafoe's little toady. Jesus, like his little Christ. second in command. Yeah, Lee Ving is in that movie. <laughs> Lee Ving is in. 31 movies that's too many <laughs> movies that is uh that is i mean they're ca- they're counting like a shocking like his, number of movies they're counting him being on the saturday night live when they got kicked off he was in flash Jam- dance according to this imdb how you how do you what do you put leaving in flash dance for <laughs> why'd they put what him in clue he was in a movie in 2021 what what is wow. he doing get out of there leaving <laughs> I've never heard of leaving until this discussion. And oh, okay, just, he's like, um, yeah, I just googled look, a picture of. Him. I don't recognize him either. So it's, he's it's, like, a, so I, I really like the band Fear. He's kind of a, a shitty guy. Um, he's a, he's like a. This is a mean way to put it. Uh, he's like Discount Danzig, um, is how <laughs> okay. I picture him. All right, Kmart Danzig. Fear is not the Misfits. It's nothing like the Misfits, but like he's kind of like dark hair. Like yeah. I mean, if you remember Clue, Mister Body, the guy who gets killed in Clue, is leaving. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if that's a good reference that for helps. you. Well, I mean, I know what Clue is, but I, I can't re- envision the uh, the guy who gets killed. But yeah, right. His band was the only band to be, I believe, kicked off of SNL halfway through their set. They um. <laughs> They're they're a fun band, but like it's uh, 
it's just like he's such a weird little like pop culture Bigfoot where okay. you're like, what are you doing there, leaving? Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, um, I think he, I mean he was like friends with Belushi, so that's why he was on SNL. I think he was just friends with people, so he wound up in movies. I think yeah. that's it. He's just in the right parties, yeah, right? Yeah. Him and Flea. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like with, and yeah, Anthony Flea got Kiedis his start. And Flea show up in movies later. It's just because yeah. they're hanging around in at Los Angeles. Right, and Flea <laughs> got his start, yeah, in the band Fear. Um, Brainstorm. First of all, hilarious name, because I was like, Brainstorm, that's cool. Oh, hell cool. yeah, Feature- and also, like, the, the, the VHS looks exactly like you're picturing. Oh, yeah. I, Ooh, and I yeah. was like, that's such a cool combination of words. And I forgot that Brainstorm is like an actual term <laughs> for a while. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Uh, I Where did this movie come from? I don't know. It's, this, is, this is one that I also uh, remember um, seeing in the video store it. a lot. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I've never oh, heard of this myself. It's, Christ- yeah. it's Christopher Walken and uh, uh, Nurse Ratchet trying to unlock the secrets of the mind. Yeah, yeah so the, the trailer is unclear what they're trying to accomplish or what they're doing. <laughs> Well, they're basically um, it, doing strange days. It looks like days. strange days. Yeah. yeah, where you can record somebody else's brain waves, basically, and let somebody else experience it. So it's like experiencing yeah. what it's like to be, and then like weird, like flatliners and, type shit starts happening, and and um, um, altered states type shit as well. It and seems Uncle Ben's there, right? Uncle Ben sure as hell is there. Uncle Ben <laughs> plugs into the strange day. It's my favorite part of the trailer. He puts a little strange days headset to like get an eyeful of what they've been working on and it's just it's immediately just boobs and then it cuts to a reaction shot of uncle ben going like oh yeah boobs just what i ordered <laughs> it's my favorite part of the trailer <laughs> oh yeah must it um all the billboards yeah <laughs> yeah all the boob beer um i just realized this is the last film of natalie wood oh. yeah yeah, she died making this movie. Yeah, uh, uh, Christopher Walken was on the boat. I know, I know. That's there's a whole fucking thing around yeah, it, yeah. and I it didn't occur to me that this is that film. Um, damn the the it's also directed by Douglas Trumbull, who is he actually is he retired where where I'm from in Western Mass, and that's why his last credit is the the man who killed Hitler and also the Bigfoot, but he is uh, best known for doing. The effects in 2001 A Space Odyssey, you know the yeah. ones, um, and Blade Runner. Like, he was a fucking special effects master. Yeah. Um, and that alone makes me go, well, shit, I gotta see this movie. Kind of, um, yeah. It's, I don't care how stupid it is. It looks like it's it looks, probably fine. I don't. Yeah. The titles at the end, like, were actually digital. Like, it was early days like 3d animated or is that updated titles for the that's the that i so again douglas trumbull is kind of right that was his thing right yeah. so like it's probably the latest um yeah. i don't know yeah i don't actually know um how he did that though yeah i don't know because 80 82 they they did have like digital like they could do some effects but not of real stuff but yeah that was honestly that was the part because i kind of got lost with the plot in the trailer yeah. and at the end i was like oh wow look they look like modern titles on this but i know yeah i also kind of lost the plot yeah i think it's this is tron era right where like yeah. the idea of cgi was actually a thing we could start doing yeah um 
And so I'm I, I it's hard to tell because Tron is of course famously mostly animated. Um yeah. so like C, CGI was still here was like a wild process. I know when they were making Tron, they literally had to like just punch in numbers on a grid and then like wait a month <laughs> and then get to see if it worked the the thing they wanted and they're like, ah damn, let's do it again. Uh sounds awful. But yeah, <laughs> but it all paid he, uh, off. <laughs> it uh it makes sense because it's also tr- Trumbull did not direct much after this uh, for a very long time, and that checks out. In fact, I think he's only done short films after this. And oh, I man. think Brainstorm yeah. did him in, huh? Yeah, well, he did Silent Running, and then he did Brainstorm. He was like, this seems fun. And then, you know, someone died, and he was like, you know what? Mm, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I got to see this, though. Should we talk about Deathstalker? <sighs> Dude, we should definitely talk about Deathstalker. <laughs> the only note I wrote down was, fuck yes. So, yeah, we <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Deathstalker is, oh, man, the, the VHS box for this movie is kicks ass. <laughs> it's the <laughs> stupidest nude barbarian shit you can think of from the 80s. <laughs> Um, it, 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 yeah, oh, that's what man. it is. It's like there's there was so many of these being made. I feel like this is like in the eighties. This was, I think, kind of like the upper tier because a lot of the ones, like a lot of the real shitty like knockoff barbarian movies, use footage from Deathstalker and from like mm. one or two other films. But like, like I know you've seen scenes from this movie right. if you watch the most recent Mystery Science Theater on Netflix because the Wizards of the Lost Kingdom movie, one of them uses <laughs> footage from footage. Deathstalker. I think oh, what it is, right, that makes it successful as an effect movie. Yeah. But, like, clearly no one remembers the movie itself. Yeah. Although it, I'm now looking and seeing there's at least four of these. Um, this is a, a, this is a cult four. film. Like, this has... The, the trailer you shared was for the, the Scream Factory, like, special yeah. edition DVD, uh, yeah. DVD they were putting out. Oh, I mean, this was again number four. Yeah, like people were watching this. Number four in 1983. Yeah, and I understand. Return of the Jedi came out this year. Oh my god! Yeah, people were like, "Just give it all. Give me, give me whatever crap you got." Oh my god! Yeah, this is about a lone warrior named Deathstalker, uh, is sent by a witch on a quest to find a sword. A chalice and an amulet. Hell Pick yeah. one. Pick one movie. <laughs> Three MacGuffins. Come on. It's an epic quest, dude. You have to. There's multiple pieces. You got to assemble yeah. them, and then you get the the sword yes, of power. Defeat a sorcerer, Munkar. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> They're just making up words. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, that I feel like I'm obligated to watch this, right? Right. That's yeah. another. The other big takeaway from this is like there's like six movies we have to watch immediately. Yes. <laughs> we don't have a choice. We like really don't. Tonight when you know when this comes out, uh we're gonna have to watch at least two of these. Particularly this um, one we're about to talk about. <laughs> well fun fun fact, Tom, we're gonna have to watch this either way. This is on a list oh, okay. of movies that we have to watch uh in the future. Uh this is Revenge of the Ninja. Mm. <laughs> This is uh, I, so the 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 thing I flagged is uh, in the trailer they say 
he was, quote, trained in the most exquisite subtleties of combat. <laughs> they Vio says that as he is literally catching an arrow in his teeth. <laughs> it's like, yes, subtleties. <laughs> Later, they show two ninjas fighting on top of a skyscraper, and the VO says, because only a ninja can kill a ninja. <laughs> yeah, takes yeah. a ninja to get a ninja. Obviously, yeah. O- if only you ever a ninja. Have, right, if you ever, like, if you, on your farm, if you got ninjas in the barn, you gotta send in another, <laughs> like, a ninja to clear that out. You exactly, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is about, like, a guy and his kid who are just beating ass. Yeah. Just yeah. beating ass all it's over like the place. like Lone Wolf and Cub, kind of. Apparently, it's about yeah. Yeah, they immigrate into America and they have to um, apparent, according to this, open a doll shop that is filled <laughs> with heroin in the dolls. Yeah, and, and they're being used basically to smuggle heroin. And then it says, uh, when his friend betrays him, Cho must prepare for the ultimate battle. Don't know what that's going to be, but I bet it's awesome. <laughs> I bet he's going to fight a ninja on top of a roof. For, yep. the, yeah. for, the, for the rights to those heroin profits. <laughs> so you need to look at the poster because there are some things I need to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, okay, hold, hold, okay. So the tagline, 400 years of training in the art of sudden death unleashed on 20th century America. I'm going to put in our the doc we're working at on the poster. So you can click on that and look at it. Um, because it is the ninja jumping with the background of a city. He mm-hmm. has, he has, I believe, two swords on his body, mm-hmm. and then, and then um, like a sickle. He is in his right hand holding. Um, it's not a throwing star. It looks more like a caltrop, um, because it's like four, it's like a three D throwing star, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he is preparing to throw it. In front of him, there are three more. In the right, so air. he's already thrown three of them. Yeah, but he's winding up, so he's going so fast. Uh, and <laughs> I'm just burying the lead because in his left hand, he is firing a gun straight <laughs> down. Just with the most, like, just coolest face. It almost just looks like a flare. Like it's yeah. yeah. Is it a gun <laughs> or a stick of dynamite? <laughs> I think he's firing a gun. And nah, that's if that either. is a gun, it's amazing because that means a gun a ninja was like, you know what? Guns. It's, yeah. They're this, right there. Another important detail, Dave, there's a knife in his boot. Honest, yeah, I was about to say I didn't oh, notice the knife at first. There is. He is just murdering he had, he's then, like surfing. He's like surfing through the sky. And I yeah. think he has regular throwing stars on his wrist above the gun. He sure You're does. Right. He sure does. The sky is red, <laughs> presumably because he killed the sun. Right. He stabbed the sun to death. Yeah. There's no way that that's sun surviving. God's blood in the sky. Look at in his <laughs> yeah. face. He has the most <laughs> furious fucking eyes. Yeah, he is like about to beat so much ass. You look at those I eyes. <laughs> I, I, I fear for whoever those eyes Not are looking at. Not a single ass in the city below will be left unbeaten this night. This looks incredible. This movie looks like the greatest film ever made. Yeah, it might be. It seemed like the trailer was like, it's the first time in America that it's being in theaters. Was that, that was the vibe they gave. They the did say we're like, bringing it to America, but I'm not yes. sure if they're just talking about the star show Kasugi. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Tell. He, he's been they, in a they few did things. Say, like we're bringing the excitement to America. So at first I did. Yeah. I thought this was just uh, like a, a Japanese movie that was being imported. Yeah. yeah. 
This guy has since, I assume, retired. His last film was Ninja Assassin, another mm. movie that definitely was like, let's be awesome, right? He was also in Blind Fury. So Hell basically, yeah. if the, like he was like, I'm gonna, my whole career is gonna be in awesome movies, right? Uh, yeah, awesome movies with swords in them. Yeah, he was also a choreographer on the Scorpion King. Okay, the Scorpion King. But mm. this, uh, yeah, this looks so fucking hype. I can't, I can't this wait is to watch one it. One of the hypest trailers we've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, I love, absolutely. Yeah, the, the narrator. I was like, I hope he's in the movie too, like narrating every scene. Yeah, this, just following him energy. around. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I want to see mm. it anyway, but he really kicked it up a notch. But it's just like he really did. Ninja. It's like yeah, I gleaned that from the story. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted Holy to see him like shit. crouched next to it because they introduced his son as six-year-old martial arts champion. So I want to see him crouched next to the kid with a microphone doing that yeah. when they introduce him. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. Man, how much ass is that kid gonna beat? Oh God! He better kill at is least he one beat, person. Is he gonna beat kid ass? Is he gonna beat up other kids, other ninja Ooh. kids? They might. It was mm. '83. It might be in there. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's a good year for ninja kids. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, this next one is interesting. Yeah, yeah. educating interesting Rita. film. Yeah, I didn't know about this film. It oh, was really? barely okay. number two. Yeah, and it makes sense because it's it's the director of Alfie who also did two Bond movies. No, sorry, three Bond movies? I'm seeing Moonraker, The Spy Who Loved Me, You Only Live Twice. Um, that's three. That is three. Uh, and that's, um, that's fucking uh, Weasley. Yeah. That's Molly Weasley. As the, it's her first film, according to this trailer, and it seems to be oh, about... Oh, it is a, her. Yeah, it's a professor who's teaching a, a, a sussy lady, sussy young lady, and I think they're going to fuck, and I don't think that's appropriate yeah. for them to do. The first I'm pretty note sure I had, she's younger than him. <laughs> the first note I had was, oh boy, because this was like, after two minutes of this, I was like, I need to take a walk around the block, because uh, I don't know what they were doing. With this. I, I know. Mean, I do like, know what they were doing, but yeah. She's like, the, the trailer is like, she's an unruly broad, <laughs> and he's going to tame her with his dick well, and his brain. That's the vibe I was getting. I mean, that, the they actual, don't literally say that. No, this, this is, I think this is his first Oscar nom. Oh, wow. Um, it's, they both were nominated. They didn't win, but um, it's, a, it's, it's more like, um, not quite My Fair Lady, but it's more like, um, ah, shit, I had it a second ago, but... <laughs> They don't end up together. It's good. It's kind of like um, he's. He, it's an actual mentorship. Yeah, it yeah. Like. It ends. Okay. It, oh, lost in translation. Okay. Well, that one's still like bony, right? It, is it, it bony? Is. There's like I think there's like ro- there's definitely romantic vibe there, but it does not end up. They do not end up exploring it consummating if that, it if that makes sense they they like they part ways at the end spoilers that's for this probably film. good so, yeah but, uh, it's more about like she goes there to sort of broaden horizons and he's kind of like given up on the academic community and it's one of it's a pretty classic like um oh the, you mentor the person now oh they don't she she's like gets like really into the society that he was kind of like really bummed about. So it does that make like, it's yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh I don't need it's, it's a very tr- tropey storyline that they do a lot now 
where it's yeah. like it seems like she, she's checked into this uh, sort of bohemian lifestyle that he was sort of burned out on it's like oh she's too cool for me now doesn't need me anymore right yeah no i mean i assumed this was a, like a a good movie you know yeah um i i assume it's like um oh what's that fucking movie is it called shirley valentine am i thinking of that movie that um, title sounds familiar but i'm not yeah let me google it um this was another movie that was like hot shit when it came out and i think yeah it's about a british housewife who's goes to greece and like has a fling is the idea it's and it's kind of and it, it's a different yeah it's kind of that it's a different i watched it um weirdly recently and it was like pretty fucking good um and it's it's one of those where it's like at the time there was like oscar noms and shit and it, it was quite a good movie and then like you know it just sort of vanishes because like movies like that don't it's not star wars you know it's not yeah. um it's not like a, a a particularly like memorable plot or like one that sticks around but it was like when it came out everybody talked about it and it got its awards and this kind of gives me that same vibe uh you know where it's like yeah i'm sure people people love this i bet it's very good yeah knowing that it's not like a romantic thing uh makes tom you reeled me back in on this one (laughs) i mean there's there's, the tension is there but it's (laughs) yeah yeah it's i just realized shirley valentine same writer as this movie educating rita yeah (laughs) so it's like oh all right that all checks out. <laughs> That's why it reminds me of that movie. Um, yeah, I kind of want to see this now. Yeah. It, yeah, it was uh, a big. It was a big deal when it came out. Yeah, yeah I couldn't no tell. The mustache. title is like structured. Like, that title structure has been used a lot, where it's like you know. Yeah. Uh, someone. So it's I couldn't remember if I've, Mona. if I've heard of this or I just heard of something similarly titled and yeah. never saw that either. Yeah. Michael Caine doesn't. Does he have a beard? I, I feel like he doesn't have a mustache. No, he's got a yeah, beard. he has a beard. He's got a beard. Yeah. It's he's close all, enough. He's all drunk. He's all he's all drinking all the time. Right. Hide, hiding yeah. bottles of booze throughout his office because he hates Michael being Caine. a teacher so much. <laughs> he was hot shit. Hot shit during this time. Really was. Everybody wanted a piece of that cane. That sweet, <laughs> sweet cane. That candy cane. I mean, cane. he's, he's kind of yeah. <laughs> he's kind of hot shit now, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's always you know been. he's yeah. had. He's had a long career with yeah. yeah many many periods of, of popularity. Well, he's, also, isn't he, he's like the only person who's been nominated for an Oscar in like five different decades or something like that. That That's makes sense. probably true. Yeah, I'm I forget looking the exact his career. Number, something like that. Yeah, his first his first thing was in the forties. <laughs> he has just been yeah. I he is since the forties just been consistently working and just been everybody loves him. Just yeah. uh, he's everywhere. Holy shit! Look at this career. He is, yeah, only, oh, 174 movies. I honestly expected more. Yeah. No, you're right. It's He's 60s, 70s, 80s, twice in the 80s, 90s, and in the aughts he had. Yeah. So, yeah, and I was wrong. Educating Reader was his third nomination. He'd been previously nominated for Alfie and Sleuth. That's a yeah. good-ass movie. In yeah. England, Michael Caine can go into a bar and start a fire, and nobody will, like, they'll just say, oh, I guess... Let's let it burn. I, I think he <laughs> could know? probably do that in America too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if I'm around, I'd let he's him light allowed. me on fire. Yeah, yeah. If I'm there, he's allowed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let him do it. Yeah. He'd like be all British. He's he'd say, terribly knight. sorry, and then he'd yeah. <laughs> I'll um, just okay. need to sit far to this table. It's all I need to do right now. <laughs> um, just let him do that. He looks so sad. 
Yeah, he's such a little mopey little guy. Uh, so what could possibly be the number one movie in September of 1983? We're going to tell you. <laughs> uh, that movie is called The Big Chill. It's The Big Chill! Written and directed by Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan. Holy, yes. holy. Uh, this he's is just a, doing it all. This is a boomer-ass movie. This is... Um, <laughs> yes, it is. This is they were like the boomer hot, young stars of the '80s, and I was like, "Glenn yeah. Close." Huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'm like, this VHS loomed uh, uh, in my in my household because it was one of those movies I I wasn't allowed to watch. You know, capital oh, letters. Yeah. Um, so I was like obsessed with it because uh, you know when you tell somebody they're not allowed to tell a kid they're not allowed to watch something like well why what's it about and it's you know it's just because it's about just like a boring adult stuff <laughs> like it's a lot of navel gazing <laughs> on we this is like a 1980s version of a Judd Apatow drama that's what it, yeah okay. that's what it looked like yeah. so I was like why is it called the big chill and I concluded like I guess they're chilling out well Lawrence uh, Kasdan like, I think just explained it as like it's that period where you're coming down out of your twenties and you're sort of cooling off like about feeling idealistic or about feeling yeah. like you're really going to, you really are going to conquer the world and you're sort of settling into the reality that, well, I guess I'm actually not going to do most of the things that I wanted to do. Right. You're just finding your actual place in the world. Right. Yeah. And that's what, like, that's, it's the, yeah, it's, I, I haven't seen this fucking movie, but the synopsis is that it's just former college friends gather together for a reunion and yeah, I can and I can I, I can see that being uh, yeah. pretty fun. It's this got fucking blind Jeff Goldblum for me too. I've never seen it, even though I feel like I should have. But I, I'm aware yeah. of it. I just never have seen it. It's kind it of looks a, good. It's not. It's it's charming. It's got Tom Berenger. It's not bad. It's it's got it's <laughs> weird. There's some like weird plot points in it. <laughs> but, yeah. um, is it is it does it get kind of weird? Um, not like super weird, but there's fucking anyway. Kasdan on top of the world here. Yeah. Like he had this year he also got Return of the Jedi. So these are two number one movies in a year. Yeah. He was, uh, he's he was hot shit. And, the, and he'd done Raiders the year before, I think. And Empire. And Empire yeah. the year before that. Yeah. Yeah. And God, he's got he's got Dreamcatcher ahead of him. Yep. Like on <laughs> the horizon. Mm. Man, Lawrence if Kasdan. only we could go back and tell him, just just hang in there. You think you yeah. think you think you're Dream. feeling success now, the sweet <laughs> summer sun of success. Wait until 2003's yeah. Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Trains never late. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also did Mumford. Mumford. People are going to so buy kinda... tickets to your movies to uh, to watch a, a cartoon before it and then leave. Right. <laughs> it's had the animatrix short at the beginning. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, the big chill is it's fine you know it's 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 a movie i'm fascinated by because it's like like i said it's like an apatow movie but for the the boomer generation right. so it's like interesting to to watch it as like a i don't know i'm just obsessed with boomer nostalgia in the in through yeah. a specific lens it's wild right. to see like like jeff goldblum uh i mean i i know young jeff goldblum but like young, energetic, like William Hurt and Glenn Close. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fucking weird to watch. That's that exactly the thing I thought. I was like, I'd never considered these people as being any younger than like 55 my whole life. Yeah. Right, yeah. What's so funny is him. that, 
No, it was. It's just like the the weird thing for me is, and I again, it's like it's our dumb brains. Kevin Klein, young, I have accepted. I've seen him young. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I didn't know he was young with William Hurt. Right. They're the same like, I, generation. I, guess, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they would be <laughs> young wrong. together, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. William Hurt just has wrong. old guy face. He does. That's true. Yeah. And uh, Tom Berenger feels older in this. Like the he does. Old, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm super curious. He's a, he's a Magnum PI mustache. He plays a TV actor in it. So ah. in, a, in, a, in a Magnum PI esque show. So it's very deliberate. But oh, nice. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's I'm a movie. Have to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh, Kevin Costner's in this movie, according to IMDb. Sort of. He's the dead guy. They're all gathering together because a friend of one of their friends uh, killed himself. Is he in a flashback? There was a flashback. And you would you also um, the opening of the movie is a montage of his him, his body being dressed in a suit for the funeral as each each character is receiving the phone call uh, Ah. uh, delivering the news of his death. So they're like, all Um, right, Costner's body is the one that's being dressed, I believe. Cost just lay here. Uh, and you'll we'll give you some money. It's uh, Kasdan got him back though in uh, a couple of years later in Silverado. Oh yeah, that's true. He's, one He's of like lay here and you'll get you'll get the good good later. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll give you Silverado. Little guy, kid, kiddo, you'll go you'll you'll be you'll be going to great places. Yeah, I guess he wasn't like hot shit yet. I'm no, he hadn't been career. in anything yet. Yeah, it yeah. was one of his first movies. Yeah, yeah, that's weird to me. Hmm. Anyway, damn. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just looking at Costner's career. Yeah, no, oh, well, and, and if only for... we could whisper to him, just as you wait, in, in just a few short decades, you're going to walk out into a tornado and yeah. save a dog. <laughs> yeah, you'll be everybody Mr. Brooks. On <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though your son is Superman, he could easily save you. Without yeah. anyone seeing it, yeah. He could swallow the tornado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible. Uh, um, that's a stupid movie. Um, should we, I think uh, it's all the trailers. Yeah, let's thank some more producers. Let's do it. Uh, big old thank you to Deborah is awesome, Barbara is great, and Cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Ugh. Thank you to Driftless, yelled hype as he burst through a window. They did. I hope that's a real story. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Thank you so much. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Thank you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Uh, thank you. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net. Read issue two and keep sci-fi alive. Thank you. Thank you to James Cameron's Prolapse Locomotive. Choo-choo. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Jay the Crow Baron. Cow! Thank you. Thank you to Chris Shanovich. Thanks. Thank you to Look Mime on a podcast. Good for you. Thank you to Mabel. Step on me. Step, Step on, on me. me. Thank you to Mackenzie Thank Fuck you. Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to Mr. Tell Your Wife how many Patreon subscriptions you have before you agree to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Thank you to musical guest Rob Ritchie. Thank you. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Thank you. Is that it? That's it. You said it like there was more. I was on the the edge of my seat. Edge of my seat, Tom. Hey, so Warner Brothers says it's going to lose about 300 to 500 million so far due to the strike this year. 
Yeah. Seems like they should just pay people. Yeah, seems yep. like it'd be a lot easier to just pay people. <laughs> I have literally nothing else to say about it. It's just good. Funny, coming. Good is my yeah, it's it's coming off of like Zaslav a few weeks ago being like, oh, actually, uh, the strike and 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 uh, not paying these residuals and has saved us a hundred million dollars. And it's he was yeah 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Also, we didn't pay a hundred million dollars, but we lost three to five hundred million. One, yeah, it's one of those things they say where they're like, "Woe is us" or something. Yeah, and then you just are like, "That's a fraction of what the writers were asking for." <laughs> like they think they're saying something. It's like Elon Musk be blaming the fucking what's it called for? He's the like it's Slash League. Thank you. <laughs> the the yeah, and he's like, "We're it's only worth like." four billion now or he he did like some percentage and then people were like wow so you paid way too much for it huh <laughs> like that was really what we got out of it is like wow you really fucking drove this site into the ground because obviously they aren't the reason so you're just like publicly saying right. yeah i cost twitter so much money you're this flailing. is the same vibes to me where they're like oh what was us we lost this much money and it's like wow <laughs> you had that much money <laughs> you could have paid the writers huh Many, many times over. <laughs> yeah, you, you, five hundred million dollars in a year. That's Fuck a lot you. of money. Yeah. yeah, that's half a billion. Yeah. Fuck, man. Pay your writers. Um, should we talk about? I, I have this news about Stray being adapted to a film. To which I say, cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's that video <laughs> uh, game where you get to play as a cat. cat. Okay. Yeah. Cat, yeah. That's fine. It was a, it was a fun little short game. I wish you. I honestly, I, I, I'm not going to complain about the game. I enjoyed it, um, but the the final thing we alluded to was there was this like expose about Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the where the surprising was, part was that they clearly had a little grift going on where there was like a PR firm that was using like indie bloggers to basically like uh, elevate scores of movies. By indie bloggers, you mean it's. Uh, people reviewing movies for like either their personal websites or YouTube channels or podcasts or for like publications that have like a hundred readers like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes used to be much more selective about what reviews would count in the score, but right. they recently relaxed those rules. Some people it's... think there's chicanery involved there, but like now it's just this, yeah, we're it's what it's really about is the death of, film criticism because like at first i was like damn i'll take money and then they're like they're paying them 50 bucks a pop and i was like wow well no i won't do that for 50 dollars the thing is is they've always done this like if you remember yeah like look at any uh, dvd or or uh just watch any of the old trailers from like the 90s or something or like like the pull quotes that are on the front of really shitty movies like super mario brothers and it's like it's a blast and it's credited to like Doug. Jeffrey Bumberfadge, <laughs> ABC TV, Cincinnati. They would do the yeah. same thing back then where they would just find local news people who just like reviewed yeah. music, movies for their local news station and give them some money to give the movie a good review. Hey, right. you see your name in print in the advertisements. What it, yeah, what yeah. it is now is like what this expose pointed out, which again, I they were it's kind of like the, mo, the, the, the article, because I read it all, is a lot of it is just like pointing out the obvious things that just had already happened yeah like it wasn't like the secrets behind it because the way rotten tomatoes works as we talked about is like literally a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes could be 
a movie that got all three out of five stars. So like right. if it breaks a certain limit where it's like it's it basically does a pass fail as we talked about. Mm-hmm. So a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean it's a hundred percent good. Um, yeah. It just means a hundred percent of critics thought it wasn't terrible. That's all it means. And so like by getting critics to say it's okay, and then it's that plus the fact that you know due to the internet, uh, like you're saying, there was so many. Like I used to read film reviews in my local paper, right? And it's like, who's that clown? But I got to know that clown, right? Yeah. And over time, I knew, like, if they liked this movie, I would too. Right. Or vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. Um, but you get the way critics used to work is you used to get to know them. And then there were famous worldwide, you know, your Siskels and your Eberts. Uh, and, and so, your like... your Malton and your... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gene but, um, and your, your Gene Shalit. Your Gene Shalit. <laughs> And so, like, you know, that's how it used to work. And now there's, like, red-letter media. So there's, like, I would argue there are still, like, bigger critics out there. But for the most part, as they're pointing out that, like, most studios now, they're just, like, get a number. We want that Rotten Tomatoes score to look high so that instead of having, like, Ebert says this is good, all they have to do is say, it's a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes even though that is a meaningless fucking thing to say right. and audiences are now, and I, I mean, I do it too. We all do it. You check Rotten Tomatoes and you go, well, it's got a big score. That might, you know, that might mean it's good. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just completely changed how film criticism has gone. Right. In a way that I would argue kind of killed it, but yeah. also, it's just, I and mean, it's, I think it's just a simp- another symptom of s- studio filmmaking right now uh, and kind of yeah. we're, we're at critical mass with the strikes and stuff. And I think this system is part of it because it's another like distillation of the creative process into just a, a, me- a metric that can just be plugged into things like, oh, this, right. it has this percent. So it means it's this percent good. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely argue that film critique in general doesn't need to exist. And I'm fully aware that that's something we do on this network. Yeah. Um, I, but like, I do think that it's, I would rather it be at least a better version if it's going to exist at all. Right. Cause like I, I, there's other things, right? Like if a Marvel film sucks, who like no one's going to listen to the critics saying it sucked because everything's brands. Right. Yeah. So it's like the Marvel people are going to see it either way. Um, right. If a movie is hype, if it's a oh new Indiana Jones, because the the fact that it's all like sequels and remakes and reboots. So it's all this like properties that we already, people are like, they're riding the hype for. So if you say like, Oh, the new Indiana Jones sucks. People go like, well, it's Indiana Jones. I'm going right. to see it. So, it's almost like film critique is irrelevant too, to, yeah. for many reasons, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's kind of dead. It's kind of dead. A little bit, but we soldier on. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's my argument. So I, I enjoy like a red letter media video every now and then. I'm not watching that to know whether or not I'm going to watch the movie. I'm watching it because it's funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I like to think people do the same with us here where it's like, hope so. you're going to see the movie either way. You might not agree with us. And who are we? You know, right, we don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. So it's more of like, 
just uh, I mean, I'm sure if some people have learned much like I did with that local newspaper person that, you know, what uh, whether or not our opinions match. So I'm sure it's nice for that. But yeah, um, I like to think it's just, you know, something for people to listen to. Yeah. It's Just the same sounds. with Cracked, right? Yeah. Well, it's the same with Cracked where it's like the movie observations. People, you guys are so nitpicky. And it's like, yeah, it's really just, it's a conduit in which to deliver like f- fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're also, we're still, we're engaging with the art still. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's part of, it's part of in, engaging with it. It's part of uh, interacting with it. Experiencing yeah, not, it, if you will. Yeah. I think what it is, is there's nothing wrong with the actual film critique itself it's that as an industry has kind of like died yeah it's it yeah. really has been distilled into a quantified yeah. a quantifiable yeah. thing uh with i mean there there were star systems before that you know obviously siskel and eber had a pass fail metric they're but, little thummies but like the all nuance is, is removed from yeah, a score yeah. based. So it really is kind of just like nobody reads the reviews. They're just, uh, yeah. um, they read a fodder for, for this, this, <laughs> this metric. Yeah. Give me two characters. That's all the space I have. Is... Right. And that's the thing is like, it's funny how this is where it's like, like you could say like, ah, no one has time for it anymore, but it's like, yeah, people have time for like Instagram and social media. And right. that is true. It's, but like, I would argue going on like TikTok for young people is more fun than reading some fucking review, right? Like it's taking yeah. the things that we used to read and sit when we we're like taking a dump and now we have our phones. So it like film critique. It's like, well, give me a podcast or give me a number. Like I'm not going to yeah. read a fucking review. Just give me a fucking number. I don't know. Yeah. Fun fact, the thumbs for Siskel and Ebert symbolize their penises, mm-hmm. whether or not the movie made or them whether erect. Whether or not they were rock hard or, or totally not. flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a little That's fact. actually how, yeah, they invented thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> Let me Google that right now. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> That is a verifiably true fact. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah, I guess. Uh, let's thank some more producers. Let's do Big it. Big old thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Fort Pagel. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you to Numenol Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to pre order TikTok Talk Superstar Jason Parge's new book, Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia. Pre orders are super important. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you so much. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Hey, thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. No, I don't do that to horses. Mm, thank you to Sorry Cop, world's most laughable centrist. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Mm, thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron, what patrons at midnight. Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage. Thank you. Thank you to the producer formerly known as the Ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to the 2B Terror Bunny says support workers, Egg David Zaslav. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Vincent with a Y. Vincent. Thank you to Why Don't You Take a Flying Fuck at the Moon? Thank you. Thank you to your mom. 
Thank you. And they get a zzz because Pie Guy liked being last. Thank you. Dave. Yeah. We're at the end of the show. We've come to the end of it. Who goes there? And <laughs> before we can all go home, I just need to ask you one more thing. Okay. Do you have a movie that deserves more hype? Okay. The answer is yes. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I do. I really do. Sounded so uh, resigned about it. I guess. I know. I'm, I'm sad to say I don't know when this is going to come out. It's just coming into festivals to the point that I couldn't find a review for it. Um, but the trailer and premise looked good. This is called Working Class Goes to Hell, which I think is a takeoff. There's at least a movie called Working Class Goes to Heaven. Um, so that's oh, what it's sure. called that. Yeah. This is, what is it, Serbian? I'm asking you for some reason. Um, it's definitely in Russian. I don't know. I believe it's a Serbian I, I, I film. I recognize some Serbian Russian director. It's about Sweet. a um, it's about a town, um, like a factory town, and there's a union, and there's a factory fire, and basically the union is, you know, they're they're pissed. They're fighting for like reparations for this fire, uh, and I one assumes they go on strike, um, and they turn to the devil. <laughs> Um, which sounds cheesier than the movie's making out to be. They turn to like the dark arts, basically. Um, and they perform a ritual to, I assume, kill the like the factory man. Um and and uh and uh I I I think they pay a terrible price. Things go like really demonic, it seems, from the trailer. There's like weird orgies and like I don't know, it starts getting real fucked up. Um, it's a satire. It's um, my assumption is it's about because I was like I made a couple things where it's like, you know, is it about like oh don't go too far, as a like you know like striking, but I I don't think it's like anti-strike. I think it's more about the fact that if you're in the working class, like strikes are not just disruptive for to the company but for your own lives, right? Because you're not getting paid. And it's sort of about like the lengths we have to go sort of damning ourselves to get um, justice from the working class. That's what I assume it's about. Um, but I looking at the director's previous stuff, there's, they seem like kind of satirical and shit. Um, what do you guys think of this trailer? It was interesting. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, it looked like plenty of choices were made. So I was like, oh, that's yeah. Good. yeah. It's a fascinating idea, you know? Yeah, yeah. I really like the idea. Um, I yeah, think you're me probably, too. I think you're probably right. I mean, I, I, you can't... It's it's tough to tell with the trailer. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, just, but like... Right, and I don't think... It doesn't necessarily need to have a message. No. You know? Um, it's just kind of like a funny idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, of just these people whose backs are so totally against the wall. They're like, well, fuck it. They're not listening to anything. Let's let's try this. Let's try this spell. Maybe that'll Turn work. Turn to Satan. Yeah. Yep. And then they're like, wow. Yeah. That I works, guess it I guess. worked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, that's funny. I hope like the demon is like one of the dropkick Murphys. Like it's just like <laughs> just some Boston guy talking about the the fucking factory man. I want that for them. <laughs> I want Boston demon, demon from Boston. I think that's probably. It yeah, that looks like that's probably the level of demon they conjured with the setup yeah. they had. It feels Real that Boston way. demon. <laughs> It, de- it definitely feels like they're not getting like a premier demon no, from the setup they not, have. Probably not. <laughs> they're getting the B team of hell. In a Red Sox hat. 
Yeah. They're getting, they're getting uh, the economy demon. Yeah. He's <laughs> uh, doing what he can. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Fucking like this is donkey is here. It's a, it's a balding demon. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I want that. I want that for everyone. So yeah, the work uh not the just working class goes to hell. Um, like I said, no reviews, so maybe it's a real piece of shit. But it looks I don't know, it looks interesting. Um it's gonna go to like good festivals, like prestigious. Not that that means much, but yeah, you know. And the the description is from Tiff. You know, oh sure, Tiff. yeah, I know yeah. Tiff. Yeah, y'all know Tiff. So, uh, yeah, looks looks fucking looks fucking real weird. Check out the trailer. Yeah, and that is. I was gonna try to find something. For, someone suggested find a movie that deserved more hype from 1983, but <laughs> I was like, how do I even fucking begin to <laughs> do that? <laughs> Because it's like, uh, unless I remember a movie from 1983 that no one else does. Might. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. I feel like we have like several already on this list. Yeah. Nightmares. Deathstalker would have been my, my option, and I haven't even seen yeah. it yet. But. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. throwing all, all, my, all my chips down on Deathstalker. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Cause no, it's wait. Like, Revenge of the Ninja. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Like, when did the first The Thing come out? Was 82. 80, 82. Like, that's technically a movie that deserved more hype in yeah. 82. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, not now. So, I don't know. My point is movies. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we can be done now that the movies are back. I think that's a sound. Woo. Woo. We did it. We did it, it guys. <laughs> we struck. Uh, and we cast. We struck and we cast. Justin, thank we, you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You almost died yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do uh, more pluggies? Plug it again? Um, yeah. So my website is Artness by Justin Brown. A R T N E S S by JustinBrown.com. Um, I have a store on there with all sorts of stuff. And uh, you can get t shirts on there through T Public. And if you want to buy something in person, uh, I'm going to be at uh, Superstar Comic Con, which is in Savannah, Georgia, uh, September 23 and 24th. Um, and then Galaxy Con in Columbus, Ohio in December, December 1st through the 3rd, I believe. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, everybody check that shit out. And of course, all check the logos right on, you know, Gamefully Unemployed podcast. Yeah. You just stare at those for free. Yeah, for now, just, you know, we might start charging. Just, just really, really, really get all all wistful at him. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a couple levels to him, so. <laughs> well, hidden stuff. <laughs> You're like, it's like the fucking, it's like the the the, the Sistine Chapel, right? You're yeah. like putting a lot of like, yeah, stuff about God and Da-Vinci stuff code, like in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. little yeah. Easter eggs in there for the devotees. Yeah. Uh, um, we have a Patreon, Tom. Did you know? It's uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. You go on there, you pay just $5 a month, just $5, and you get all of our exclusive podcasts. Tom and Jeff watch Batman, Fox Muller is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spielboys. Those are all there just for $5 a month. If you want to kick in a little more, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. We also have a Discord community you can be a part of. Uh, a lot of delightful folks on there. And then, you know, other tiers. So, you know, go... Go 
take give it a give it a little gander you know yeah check that out um also we have a store head over to gameplayandemployed.com you can find a link to our teespring store we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all sorts of things so check that out Mm Hmm. slap your Mm. little ninja revenging peepers onto that oh yeah are you a little bot your little boston demon boston demon peepers death stalking peepers death stalking we all have our own little peepers in this world you know whichever peepers you want honestly it's up to you yeah whatever peepers you worship you know yeah whichever whichever, it's not up to us whoever whichever peepers house you choose to keep exactly (laughs) oh man all right bye say goodbye everyone bye bye Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.